Hey. Hi. Hello. Welcome back, Misfits, and welcome back to a new episode. Today, we are continuing the Love Actually series, yeah. and we're talking about soulmates. Soulmates. Yeah. So In these cute. moments, I feel like um, I would really appreciate it if we had sound effects. Yeah. Because like a doo 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 in yeah, the background like would have been just like, because I heard back. it in my head. <laughs> but y'all didn't, because you're not But you'll hear head, something but. else, and it'll be great, too. It's, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be great. So today, we're going to talk about soulmates. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to jump into the history of soulmates and just, just get right on it. Yeah. So one of the earliest accounts of the word soulmates can be found in an 1822 letter written by the poet Samuel Taylor Coleridge, where he wrote, quote, to be happy in married life, you must have a soulmate. Yeah. yeah. All these deep. like um, <laughs> old timey poets always had three names. Yeah. Right? I think they had to because everyone used like very, like the same names, right? Everyone was John. Oh. So I yeah. feel like because you were John, you had to like have a second name that to like sense. differentiate. Yeah. Like Samuel, that's pretty common. So mm-hmm. you have to have a second name. So you know it's the poet and like not yeah. the blacksmith or something. And not the dad or right. the neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Got it. <laughs> That's just my theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The more you know. Yeah. So besides that, and the other accounts and where we find more history about the term soulmate is in Greek mythology. So what do soulmates mean in Greek mythology? Plato said it like this. According to Greek mythology, humans were originally created with four arms, four legs, and a head with two faces. Fearing their power, Zeus split them into two separate parts, condemning them to spend their lives in search for their other halves. The poet Aristophanes explains that we keep looking for quote-unquote the one because we feel mentally and emotionally quote incomplete without our romantic partners. According to the soulmate myth, Greek gods created humans with two different yet joined bodies. Two individuals were created in one physical body with two genders, both man and woman, four arms, four legs, and two faces, like we said, who existed as a single entity or identity. It is believed that the two individuals were soulmates unified in one body. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And somehow they got split and yeah. that's why you're looking for that other half. Right. Because you're, you're literally I'm sure that's where the expression comes from. Like, oh, it's my other half. Like, yeah. This is where. Yeah. Like, or this not... is my better half. Yeah. Man, I've never said that, but I will never yeah. say it now. <laughs> <But> now... <laughs> that just sounds, I don't like it anymore. Yeah, it sounds weird now. Because it sounds really cute before. Yeah. Like, oh, this is my other half or my and, better half. And I mean, we're going to talk about it, but that gives the whole illusion of like, you need someone to complete you. Yeah. Like, I wasn't a full person. I was half right. a person. And I'm, I'm thinking, because we didn't look that in, but this definitely sounds like where it comes yeah, from. Because definitely. it's this idea of you were one entity with yeah. four, four, you know, all that. And now you're like split. So you got to find what the other half is. Yeah. The other half of you. Wow. And for, so. for a second there, I thought it was going to be like one face and all these arms and legs. And then it was two faces. I was like, oh, okay. 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 Now, so, now, so you can split like, it. Like now it makes sense. I still don't like it. Still uh, kind of icky. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in current day, right? Today. Fast forward. Fast forward <laughs> to current day. The dictionary defines a soulmate as a person with whom one has a strong affinity, shared values and tastes, and often a romantic bond. So in other words, a soulmate is someone you're compatible with. Um, At face value, it seems like a good thing, of course, but the idea of a soulmate really ranges from something that could potentially be real and beautiful to something nearly impossible, depending on who you ask, of course. Mm -hmm. But you're asking the misfits because that's why you're here. So let's get into it. So we're going to get into it. Yeah. So to be clear, when speaking about soulmates, the Bible does not mention the word soulmate at all. Um, What the Bible does speak about is the marriage bond. And um, as many of you may know, this is the process in which we become one flesh with another of the opposite sex. Right. Yeah. 
So to get a little teachy, in Genesis 2.24, this is in the NLT, the verse says, this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. And in Matthew 19.4-6, through 6, the Pharisees are asking Jesus a question, and as you know, um, the Pharisees were very religious, and the scripture says that they were asking this question to actually trick Jesus. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the Pharisees were asking about being able to divorce for any reason. And right. the verse says... Haven't you read the scriptures? Jesus replied. They record that from the beginning, God made them male and female. And he said, this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife. And the two are united into one since they are no longer two, but one. Let no one split apart what God has joined together. Yeah. So yeah. Jesus just reemphasizing what was spoken in, in Genesis, right? right? And again, this goes to the union in marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And not that... These people were once one, separated, now they're back together. It's more about now there's a union and they're becoming one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. None of this two faces, forearms and forearms. Yeah. We used to be together and somehow Zeus split. Yes. Not so much. (laughs) Yeah. Not so much. Not not that angle. Nah. So um, as we said, like in both these scriptures, it is time in the Bible that the union of man and woman is approved physically, emotionally, and spiritually for life. So God does it in the beginning. Jesus reiterates it then in the Mm -hmm. New Testament. So as we know, there is a secular idea about finding, quote unquote, the perfect person. But we know that a person cannot satisfy our heart. We are called to love God with all our heart, soul, and mind. And this is it from Matthew 22, 37. There's also the idea that a soulmate completes you. Um, that other half thing. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And remember that no human can do that, only God. Yeah. Right? This yeah. isn't, um, what's the movie? Is it Jerry Maguire? Oh, you yeah. complete me. You complete me. Yeah. Yeah, that was not true. Nah. It's good for TV, though. <laughs> I was going to say, that's crap. <laughs> yeah. That was crap. Beep. <laughs> Our Christian cussing. That was crap. <laughs> That was befoolery. Um, And we see that in Psalm 1611, the verse says, you will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. So with that being said, the decision to marry should not be made lightly. The Bible does speak about not being unequally yoked with unbelievers, and that's in 2 Corinthians 6.14. This scripture means to not join or marry with someone who doesn't believe and love God and is actively pursuing him. Right. The word also speaks of a person's character and how important that is as well. So, for example, in Proverbs 31, um, speaking of character, Mm -hmm. in Proverbs 31, which has a lot of uh, specific character traits towards the end, it says, Charm is deceptive and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Yes. Yes. So, again, focusing on the character of the person. Yes, exactly. And then we see this in 1 Peter 3, where it says, Don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. You should clothe yourself instead with the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. I like that it says fancy in this version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fancy hairstyle. A fancy hairstyle. There's another one. I think it says ostentatious or something, yeah. right? What's um, the fancy hairstyle? you think um a french twist because <laughs> it's french french are oui, always oui. fancy so that sounds fancy to me and a tiara i don't know that is that is fancy that is fancy mm-hmm. yeah. if you have jewelry in your hair Ju- jewels in the hair i think that makes it pretty yeah. fancy we don't know what paul was referring or peter was referring to specifically but um 
Yeah, outward. And it's not saying if you like fancy hairstyles, don't do them. Just oh, that's yeah. not your focus. Like, right, right, right. Not that's fake, not that what important. makes you beautiful is what he's saying. Yeah, that's like, not it's the important really, thing. That's not the focus. Yeah. yeah, it's your love for God. Right. It's seeing yes. the seeing like that the person can see God in you. That's what makes you beautiful. Yes. And yes. then everything from the outside just adds to it. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it. Even your fancy Even French that twist. fancy hairstyle. <laughs> Le French twist. <laughs> So another good example is when God chose David to be king and he sent Samuel to anoint him in 1 Samuel 16, 7. And it says, but the Lord said to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or height, for I have rejected him. And this is, of course, speaking of David's brother, Mm -hmm. who is apparently tall and handsome. Um, The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Again, looking at the character. Yes. Um, you could also argue that because God knows everything, he must have already sent someone for you and they're on their way, right? Like you're just expecting like, oh, someone's already coming. Yeah. Um, and to me, kind of going back to the Valentine's Day episode, Mm. we talk about Cupid and he kind of manipulates quote unquote love, right? With couples, like God is not manipulating. He doesn't manipulate people into quote unquote love or, or being in a relationship or trying to join anybody. So just want to make that clear. Yes. God is sovereign and will definitely guide us, right? But know that we must choose the person, we commit to the relationship, and work through it in that godly manner. Uh, Remember, we still have free will, and God will not force to do anything against our will, right? He lets us make those choices but we have that's why we have to unite with god right we have to unite into that yeah because he guides us but then we ultimately make the choice yes yeah. yes so that's just not what he's about he's not going to force anything into our lives into our decision making is why it's so important that we surrender to him all areas including this so he can lead us to his purpose for our lives with the spouse and all yeah. whatever you know whatever that is in our lives so right that includes who you're joined with so um, I, I heard this in a sermon where it's like we can't really um, believe in the one and it's because it's from Redefine TV. What's his name? Uh, what? Jerry? Flowers. Flowers. Yes. Jerry Flowers. So Jerry Flowers. Uh, Redefine TV. Great ministry. It's yeah. mostly like a singles relationship ministry. It's amazing. It's great. So basically he was saying, he was talking about, and this is from the Dear Future Wifey podcast, which we can link, but he was saying how... He doesn't believe in the one. And the reason that he doesn't believe in the one, it's because he's like, I married my wife. His wife's name is Tanisha. And he's like, let's just say Tanisha was not the one. And I married Julie, right? So if I married Julie, but it was supposed to be Tanisha, I married the wrong one. And I set off the equilibrium for everybody else. <laughs> now so Tanisha's going to marry the wrong one. Because he and- married the wrong one. The entire world is going to marry the wrong one. Yeah. And so he was like, that's too much pressure. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> you know? So yeah, not, not, we don't, we don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's why it's about joining with God to make those right decisions. Yes. Right? Yes. We do believe that God has a preferred will for us. And ultimately when we, when he presents a person to us, we have to be ready for that person and choose them. And once we marry, we must choose them every day. The hierarchy is God first, your spouse second, kids third, and so on. Right. Right. So he does bring bring things into our lives but it's up to us to choose yes. and do it in in his way right yes definitely we of course know that no human will ever be perfect for us but as christians we are led by the holy spirit so here are a few reasons as to why we think 
believing in soulmates can be hurtful for you. Number one. So number one, it's narcissistic, right? The soulmate mentality is about you wanting to find love. No person was put on this planet to please you or please us and only us. That person has a bigger purpose, just like you do, and their purpose isn't solely to love you, right? To love us. Loving us is just part of the purpose, right. but it's not all they were made for. Yeah. It's not all their life. Like, that's yeah. not why they were put here on Earth. So, mm-hmm. it's very, you know, Yeah, which that's think. part of, like, the soulmate thing. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just, like, you exist for me for to me. love me. Like, that's the only reason you were created. Right. Was because I wanted somebody. Yeah, which is, again, it's narcissistic, like you said, <laughs> but then it steals the, it steals the throne away from God, basically. Yeah, And puts yeah. it on you, definitely, yeah. So, numero dos. <laughs> Bilingual. It's number two, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> wow. Just wanted to make sure. Don't want you to miss it. Um, it's passive, right? It makes it seem like there's no need to make an effort. If there's already someone, like this idea that there's someone for me, means I don't have to put any work into it. Yeah. It'll just come. It gives this idea that you don't have to put any work into it. The soulmate, having the soulmate is, that's perfect for you, then... That means, okay, they'll just come and we'll just get along and everything will be like handy, you know, handy dandy, the whole thing. It'll be perfect all the time. And no, that's not what happens. Yeah, it's like that joke um, you see it on social media all the time about people that don't leave their houses and they're like, well, do Mm -hmm. you expect to marry the UPS man or the (laughs) Amazon guy? Because you don't leave the house, you know? It's like, no, he's going to bring him. He's going to bring, like, delivery. Like, somehow he's just going to stumble across my doorstep and it's going to be, you know, love at first sight or something. They're going to deliver the wrong package to my door, but then he's my neighbor and I've never met him. Exactly. Like, Mm -hmm. all these things are just going to align. Yeah. Not to say that these things don't happen because they do. But, but, you know. That's that's not. We got to be our mentality. We have to participate. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, and number three, it produces discontent. It can give you the idea that there is always someone better because, of course, there will be, like, in a relationship, you're going to have disagreements. And when they come up, it might make us think that, oh, this must not be my soulmate. Or if I had a, if I knew this was my soulmate, then, like, we would get along, right? right. Everything would be perfect. They would understand every part of me and, and everything would always be perfect. And... You can't expect like to click on every level and on everything. Like we're all individual human beings, right? right? So this is similar to, you know, our first point about being narcissistic, right? Making it all about you. Like why can't they just agree with everything I'm saying? Why yeah. can't they just uh, know everything I like? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, because I, I feel like if if soulmates did exist, right? And mm-hmm. we were these this one person that was separated into two, mm-hmm. we, we are the same person. Like right. we literally wouldn't fight about anything. Yeah. Like we everything would always be hunky-dory yeah. like the like, same. You go here yeah yeah of course i do i'm you, you. you're me let's go that's you know? we're just yeah. yeah we're the same yeah. yeah and that's that's not how this works yeah um and to really drive this point home we want to point out that no one will always agree with you not even god right god calls us out uh when we're acting out when we're being fools so why do we think another human being is always gonna also right. agree with us yeah god who loves you more than yeah. anyone who created you if he's like mm, you shouldn't have done that yeah then why don't you think that your husband then and your wife another are person and yeah. like yo you need to stop like that. i don't like that you That's need to dumb. pick up the you shoes <laughs> yeah exactly stop being crazy you need to yes. calm down like the whole thing exactly you know? yeah mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense for us to have that kind of mentality thing. Yeah, or like, that expectation about Or that expectation, else. yes, right. absolutely. It just doesn't make sense. So, you know, we just need to think about the bigger picture and understand, like, that's that's not how this works. Yeah. So the term really does sound harmless and beautiful, beautiful, but there is way more that goes into it. Let's avoid this way of thinking and instead be intentional in our relationships, making sure that God is always first and always involved. Yeah, yeah. So. And 
To close out this episode, we wanted to read an article that we found, or the beginning of an article, and we'll link mm. it if you want to read the whole thing, but right. um, it speaks into the soulmate situation that we're talking about. So it says, the United States appears to be in a romantic slump. Marriage rates have plummeted over the last decade, and compared to previous generations, young single people today are perhaps spending more time on social media than actually dating. They are also having less sex. Despite these trends, a yearning for a soulmate remains a common thread across the generations. Most Americans, it seems, are still looking for one. According to a two 2017 poll, two-thirds of Americans believe in soulmates. That number far surpasses the percentage of Americans who believe in the biblical God. The idea that there is a person out there who can make each of us happy and whole is constantly conveyed through portrayals in films, books, magazines, and television. Yeah, that's it really crazy. Is. Like, there's more people that believe in soulmates than believe in God. Mm-hmm. Who is gonna bring you the person? Who is the who actually created actually the person? Yeah, yeah. Need to like come yeah. to you and ask yeah. and have you, him guide you. Yeah, yeah. That's huge. That's huge. But um, we just wanted to close with just the fact that the world is always going to be contrary to the word of God. Movies, mm-hmm. books, and TV are not where we should be getting our information about love. God is love, and we recommend that you get the information from the source. Right. the god of all like the god that created you the god that created the person that you're waiting for yeah um get your information from him not not from greek mythology not so much yeah and yeah. not from movies and all no that and stuff. those are great you know yeah. and they're entertainment however depictions don't, yeah of, don't link yeah like depictions of books and movies and and especially romantic yeah. movies and romantic comedies that's not real right it's don't, meant to don't engage think you or don't link like what you think your life's gonna be based right. on a two-hour movie an yes. hour and a half and again like i mean most movies that we see like the relationship oh all of a sudden everything clicks right it kind of sounds like that yeah but then it cuts off like oh they're happily ever after we don't see the fights we don't see the disagreements we don't see the adjustments that are being made Mm -hmm. and you know in in the rest of the lives of these of these characters i mean they're characters right but like thinking about it in real life like yes you can meet someone and have a lot in common and all these different things but you also have the mundane and the everyday and Mm -hmm. the disagreements and all that stuff and you know, it, a movie's not going to portray that. So, you know, base it on God's word. Yeah. And know that you can rely on that. Um, yeah, that you can stand on all day. Yes. Instead and of like, but she did it on the movie. Like, right. And there are, there are love stories in the Bible. Read yes, those love stories. Ones. You know, those yeah. are, those are more real than the <laughs> movies, right? These yeah, are actual yeah. stories that, that happen in people that were actually married. And so, um, not that every single marriage or love story in the Bible is perfect, but, um, there are, read song of Solomon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Song of songs. Um, but there, there are beautiful portrayals. And if you're involved in a church or community or friends mm-hmm. and family, like ask those people, like how yeah, did God yeah. bring you together? You know, there's a mm-hmm. bunch of testimonies on YouTube and, um, and no, no, no particular way or story is going to be the same for you right. or anybody else. But yes. it's good to just learn and, and, and know understand. that God still works miracles. Yeah. And, and, works in, and a lot of different ways. Yeah. Like you might think, oh, I think I'm going to meet my husband this way. Right. But, you know, then you talk to 10 different people and there's 10 different stories. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, just know that God has a unique one for you. Exactly. And know that God is not a respecter of persons. And so what he did for somebody else, he can do for you. And mm-hmm. he will do for you if you have that desire in your heart. And um, it just, it will come when it comes. However, I'm just, we're trying to emphasize the fact that God works beautiful love stories together. Mm -hmm. And um, if you learn and stand on the word of God, you can stand on that while you're waiting for that person and you're hopefully working in the waiting as well. Yes. And I'll leave you with this. I heard this in a sermon a very long time ago and I will never forget it. He said that um, 
because we we think about compatibility and we're like they like mm-hmm. to they have to like the same things and yeah. you know we'll never fight and it's gonna be great and <laughs> blah 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 and i i heard a pastor say he's like if there are two of you that are the exact same in a relationship one of you is not necessary mm-hmm. right you grow in the uncomfortable you grow in the in the discussions and the conversations you you sh- the iron sharpens yeah. iron iron sharpening i don't know if you've ever seen it it's not it doesn't look like a fun process no right <laughs> that's how you grow and yeah. so um i just wanted to leave you with that because it's a gem yeah yeah so we hope that you enjoyed this episode and learned something about soulmates that you didn't know and um, about like two two relationships yeah right? yeah so um as always if you have any questions please reach out uh do me a favor and rate the podcast wherever yes. you listen to it and follow um, us on instagram yeah follow Facebook, us on the gram on the tiki talk on the youtube we're on tiktok all the guys yeah we are on tiktok <laughs> we're so Uh, sorry but also check us out exactly exactly um but thank you thank you i hope you have a great day whenever you listen to this as always this is fran this is yeah we are the midtown misfits and we will see you next week Bye. bye bye